to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness from crystals to cocktails. Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Crystals to Cocktails. Today, we're going to be speaking on giving yourself grace and the permission to say no, because I think it can be so incredibly difficult to have those boundaries, set those boundaries for yourself, know when to say no, uh, and when it's taking more of your energy than it is, you know, giving you energy. So here we are. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really glad that we are touching on this topic because I feel like a lot of times when people think about like wellness and like personal development, they don't really think about this side. This isn't like really like the fun or flashy side. This is kind of like when the actual work comes in. You know, like when we talk about getting a little bit out of your comfort zone, a lot of times that doesn't happen when you manifest. This is something that I think for a lot of people takes a lot of work because a lot of us are designed, you know, and wired to be people pleasers. I don't know about you guys. I know that is something that I've definitely worked to overcome. But yeah, this is kind of the nitty gritty of wellness and putting yourself first, which can be really tricky. Do you see me laughing over here though? (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, that was so great. I'm saying that I'm laughing because I don't think I'm a people pleaser. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) I'm like, don't agree. (laughs) Don't agree. I just I feel like I might be like the perfect hybrid of you two. I think so too. There's like there's sometimes I care too much and then there's points where I'm just fully over it and definitely not a people pleaser. Yeah, but I also think that we can like go through such ebbs and flows of that. You know what I mean? Like I think that Haley, you definitely have a side of you that is a people pleaser and you are worried so worried about hurting people. Um, or making somebody upset or people being mad at you. So you're right. You're right. I'm just thinking of like, diff- like something totally different, more like um, if somebody wants to like ask advice, I'm not afraid to tell them the truth, you right. know, or like if somebody is like, can you um, come over at this day? I'll be like, no, like, that doesn't work for like I, I if it doesn't work for me I'll just tell the truth I can't lie you know what I mean <laughs> that'll be a no <laughs> but you're right I understand like the the other side of that I know I struggle when it comes to like saying no one of the things that I struggle with is when it's someone I really care about you know and I I kind of like hold different people in different weights and that could be you know either like a professional caring like caring about their professional opinion of me or personal level but I really find it hard and I've had to learn how to grow my voice when I say no to certain things because it can feel really harsh and it's like you don't want them to think that you're not enthusiastic that it's a personal reflection of how you think about them whatever it may be but the power in really saying no is about the fact that when you do say that you're saying yes to so many other things and if you shift your focus from what you're saying no to to what that no means that you get and what you can actually say yes to in that instance shifting your focus to that really helps in that growth and finding your voice absolutely i also think that 
we're speaking on how to say no, but also like giving ourselves grace. And obviously we'll roll into giving ourselves grace, but I also think that there's a way to say no gracefully, uh, to be able to, you know, be saying it in a way where you're just like so genuine. The reason why you're saying no is because you're protecting your, your energy and your space and what you feel like you need to do to achieve your goals that you have for yourself. And you can't be saying yes to everything and giving all of that energy away if you're trying to achieve something for you, you know, if you're trying to like reach for a higher goal or a promotion or just get to a different space in life. If you're constantly saying yes to everyone around you, you're depleting all of that energy that you could, you know, have for you. (laughs) And I think so often we, it's, it's actually easy for us to tell ourselves no, you know, but it gets harder to tell other people no. But I was just trying to think of one instance where I've, where I've said no before and it's hard, but I'm saying yes to other things. And I think one of those things is like, you know, coming from the aspect of health and nutrition, right? Like say you have a really like awesome goal for yourself physically. You want to be really on point with your meal plan. You're, you know, you have this new year's resolution you're super excited about, and then you get asked out to dinner or drinks or whatever. And maybe you already had a few treat cheat meals, whatever it may be. And like, you're like, I really have to stay on point for my goal. I want to stay on track for my goal, but I also don't want to hurt this person's feelings. And that's an instance where in saying no to that plan or offering something that maybe doesn't have to do with food and alcohol, whatever, saying no to that initial plan is saying yes to your goals. And it's saying yes to the commitment that you made to that like health and fitness goal in this example. That's definitely a situation where I know I've learn to say no. And it felt like a really easy way to transition into saying yes to so much more. You know what I heard the other day and why the other day, I mean like two years ago, I do that all the time. No is a complete sentence. And I love that so much. I remember like, I think it was last week I said no to somebody about something and I just backed it up with like, don't take it personally. You know, I gave my little, my, my reasoning, don't take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. If I have to say no, it's for a reason. I'm just going to keep it real with you, you know? I love that. And I totally feel like being on like the other side of that people-pleasing spectrum (laughs) where, you know, I just wanted to be complicit to what everyone wanted just because I want people to like me, not have a problem with me, whatever. Like that was part of my social anxiety growing up. But like hearing you say that, it's so easy. You know, like it's, it's so easy to also like know that you also don't have to explain your nose. I also think that we're, we can be so afraid to, you know, hurt other people's feelings that when that no comes out of our mouth, we feel like we need to come up with an excuse, but really it's your time. It's your life. It's, you know, you doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and you don't owe anyone an excuse for what you're doing with your time. I feel empowered just listening to us talk about this. <laughs> like, I just feel empowered to like tell everyone no. <laughs> I'm going to go tell a bunch of motherfuckers no now. <laughs> but seriously, it's your time that you're committing. Like, yeah, you don't want to spend that time unhappy, you know? It's your time, your moment, like you were just saying, Kelsey. Yeah, and your energy, again, you know, to reiterate Kelsey, the queen, (laughs) Um, the queen of this topic right now. If you're not spending time, you're spending energy. If you're not spending energy, you're spending money. And, you know, 
imagine your if your energy was a currency and you only had so much you get paid so much you know every two weeks whatever every week when do you get your paycheck imagine if that was the amount of energy that you had to expend you're not just going to go buy a brand new car and spend all of your energy on that you're gonna save it for when you need it and if you need to keep a little bit in the bank so you don't run completely dry like that's what you need to do it's almost like saying no is a way of budgeting absolutely i mean i've had i feel like i've had to say no quite a bit lately i've as you both know have been going through a bit of a rough patch recently and just dealing with a lot and been honestly pretty depressed and just having to do a lot of healing and dealing with my feelings, not drugs. And it just has like taken a lot of protecting my energy and space and having to say like, no, I just... I'm going to just be with myself right now and do some like reflecting and get to a point where like I'm ready to like move through this season of my life and not stay in it because I don't, I'm generally obviously a really like happy, positive person. And I think that we like go through so many emotions as human beings in a, in a day where it feels like so confusing and it's like, okay, like I have gone through so much over this past week where I'm like, I have been like happy and sad and just like all over the place. And uh, it never has to be one feeling at a time. Like I give you permission to feel happy and sad and anxious and certain that everything's going to be okay all at the same time. Like all of those feelings are valid. It does not make you crazy. It makes you human. We go through these things. And I think that some of us can feel like, okay, like I was so happy like two minutes ago and now I'm crying. Like what is going on? Like you're human. Those are emotions. Give yourself permission to feel those and be okay and just ride that wave and not feel like everything has to be one way or another. You have permission to be all of it. God, okay. Yes. I'm subscribing to that mindset hard right now. I really want to just drop my mic, but... <laughs> I mean, I think but, that like we really need to accept all of all of our feelings, like even through the dark days to enjoy the light, you know, we need to accept what those feelings are when we're feeling them. And it's so it's so much easier to suppress them. It really is to just be like, I'm not gonna deal with this. I'm just gonna bury this shit deep down within and not confront it and not move through it. But the only way to get through it is feel it. Similar to Kelsey, I had a rough week last week, you know, just dealing with some personal stuff. And I had to make myself make sure that I was feeling it because I do have the tendency to numb my, um, (laughs) I do have the tendency to like, just numb my myself and scroll on TikTok or try to find something funny to watch and like boost my mood and emotions other ways. You know, I ordered like a bunch of food and just like really just did not give a shit. I was just like, I spent two days not feeling anything. And then I decided that I was like, okay, we have to start feeling this and moving through this, just like you were saying, Kelsey, because if I don't move through it, I'm going to stay here or I'm just going to like think I'm past it. And then all of a sudden, what I'm, whatever I'm going through right now, I have, 
it's going to like catch up to me. So you have to give yourself permission to feel you have to be compassionate and understand that like, it's okay if you're experiencing uncomfortable emotions. But, um, the way that I personally worked through it was I definitely did a lot of journaling and tried to find some meditations about compassion and about self-forgiveness and that really helped me because it's not like forgiving myself for anything i've done it's just forgiving myself for not being as productive at work when i'm going through a hard time forgiving myself for responding to texts super delayed you know when the people are reaching out to me even though they just care and forgiving myself for kind of like the byproduct of an issue at hand and the way that we deal with them because we don't know what we don't know and we're, we we typically go through things once and it's never the same twice and yeah first of all kelsey are you a rapper <laughs> there's a healing feeling and dealing and i was like mm, mm. <laughs> I like that a lot but that's that's so the truth i love that so much and also lindsay what you just brought up i just wanted to remind people that like if you're feeling some type of way you can always seek help and it doesn't have to be like professional and you know, you can, what you just said, like you looked up meditations for compassion and self-forgiveness. Like you can do that on your own in five minutes. Seeking help can be intimidating, especially if it comes to professional help and don't get me wrong. Like if you're really struggling, you definitely should seek professional help. I think that I see a therapist and it's one of the best things that I've ever done. And I've been able to grow and heal through so much seeing a therapist. But at the same time, like Haley said, there are definitely ways to do some self-healing. And Lynn's was just talking about the fact that she looked up podcasts or sorry, podcasts, crystals, cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> but looked up meditations and I did the same. I've done the same over the past week, giving yourself compassion, giving yourself grace, connecting back to yourself. I feel like one thing that I've been struggling with through this is I'm like, this is not me. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, what the fuck? How can I get back to Kelsey? How can I get back to who I am? This isn't me. It sucks. It sucks to deal with depression. It sucks to be in the Spot. And I do have a lot going on personally. And like, I will just shed some light on what's going on in my life. My family is all moving. And it's not like, I don't know, it's crazy because it's not, they just sold my childhood home and it's not the place, it's the people. I identify with like part of who I am is so family focused and I love my family to the core. And that's been one of the hardest things for me is like, I know they're not leaving me, but I do have like deep-rooted abandonment issues over other bullshit that I've had to do a lot of working through. And I know that they're not leaving me, but I don't have the choice to go right now. So I've had to like kind of grapple with this, like they're not going to be 10 minutes down the road anymore. They're going to be a, a flight away, you know? So I've just like, I've been doing all that I can to find peace with that. And I know that like, because we're such a close family, nothing's going to change dramatically other than distance. <laughs> and I will be able to hop on a flight, <clears throat> catch flights, not feelings that are right. But I am focusing on giving myself grace, giving myself compassion, reconnecting with like who I am, because I 
like feel like a piece of me is going with them. And it's just been really weird to deal with this transition. And I'm a 31 year old woman. (laughs) It's not like, you know, I'm 15 and my parents are moving away and it's crazy and insane. It's like, I should have that complete independence, but it just, it sucks right now. It really does. It's just like this weird feeling. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you shared that, Kelsey, because I think a lot of people can really relate to that. But I'm I'm glad you brought that up because as someone who is also super family oriented, I, and I'm like super family oriented and afraid of change. So what you're describing right now, like I can't even imagine. I think that's when kind of like in our last episode, when we were just talking about like finding your tribe and like, you know, having people like around you that still support you, it doesn't replace family whatsoever, but you have such a strong community too, who is like, so here for you. And also like, I'm moving literally for Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited I am moving so soon to be closer to Lindsay and Kelsey so we can do these podcasts in person and I cannot wait oh my gosh guys when we're together though these podcasts insane Mm -hmm. honestly and like this time we'll know to check the mics 42 times to make sure 42 times (laughs) 42 (laughs) I have something to say a huge tip just a tip for just for a second (laughs) just to see if you like it go ahead before you (laughs) before you say anything like before you make a decision the yes or no think about how you feel like how do you feel saying yes and how do you feel saying no if it feels not great saying Yes, like don't say it, listen to yourself. That's for a reason. Like you're not getting that feeling for no reason. So that's just like that's just a tip. <laughs> Sometimes you need to give yourself consent too. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. We're all like we're all trying to like put on a straight face right now. We're all dying laughing. I can't. How can you help but I love it. No, and I <laughs> no, can I just say? This is a great follow-up because this is something that I really wanted to say today. Okay. <laughs> everything you everything you need and yearn for is <laughs> everything you need need and yearn to feel is already within you. <laughs> so moral, think before you agree. All right. <laughs> Kelsey's on the ground right now, guys. He is literally rolling on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the perfect follow-up, and that was supposed to be so serious, but like... (laughs) It's within you. It's just Dale. It's just Dale. Oh my god, someone told... Someone made the funniest comment. So off-topic, but in our wellness group, in one of our little call-to-actions the other day, it was like a fun one, and it was like, you know, if you could like shrink anything and bring it with you in your pocket all day, what would you bring? And I am like, so annoying and I said my boyfriend because like he makes me laugh all the time and he's like the funniest person I know and so like, that kind of reminds me of that scene in Step Brothers when she says she wants to put Dale in her vagina <laughs> <laughs> who said that I want to know 
god oh my god but it was so funny and I was like oh my god I am so that person (laughs) (laughs) you should tell me that you should tell me oh my cheeks hurt Uh, what I needed yeah I don't think we could ever skip a week without recording again because I agree. same wavelength we all had a shit week last week I was, I, I was just gonna say i would 10 out of 10 not recommend last week to anyone no. <laughs> yeah, fuck, last fuck last week <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're here to spread <laughs> love light and positivity <laughs> fuck last week but also what the hell hey but you know here i am but did we learn something? We sure did. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I was honestly just going to say, like, you know, we're sitting here and we're joking about last week. And I think during the week last week, we were all, like, you know, in contact with each other and just, like, yeah, like, this sucks, whatever. But, like, there for each other. Now, looking back on it, I feel like if if you're going through a time, kind of, like, you know, how we're describing, like, where you just, like, you want to like pause the entire world. You don't want responsibilities. You really need to like focus on you and like retreat from everything. I don't have the luxury to do that. A lot of people don't have the luxury to do that. What really helped me was I set myself like a deadline for being in my feels. I was, and I, that works for me. Deadlines work for me. I do the alarm, you know, kind of thing in the morning with my routine deadlines work great for me in my work life. And I was literally like, Lindsay, after Friday, like starting on Friday, you are not going to be sad anymore. (laughs) And I just said, you have to fake it till you make it. And if you need to go home, like you have to go to work, but like, if you have to go home and then be in your feels and journal and reflect, digress, do whatever, go ahead, do that. But I really tried to surround myself with like my family, like my mom and my sister, Um, you know, my boyfriend, I went out and I don't, I really haven't been going out much because of, you know, the pandemic, but I was like, you know what? I just need to be out. I need like a change of scenery. I need a reason to dress up and like put on a cute outfit. And I just, I had to tell myself like, and I still like right now, like, yeah, like I still feel the feels, but I'm just not letting it dictate my day anymore. And I, I had to give myself grace and permission to retreat but I also had to be a little strict with myself and say okay like we can't live in this space we can be here but like this is we're not taking up residence in this space because like it doesn't feel good here that's a huge growth moment because I feel like old us all of us would have been like take this like sadness and run just fucking take it and now we're like no you don't have control over me and like, like, I will feel you, I will feel you, but you don't have control. And I was just going to say, and like victim oh. mentality, like I felt myself wanting to like slide back into like, oh my gosh, of course this happened. Like, why did this happen to me? Oh my God, whatever. And it's just like, you know, we can also choose again, right? Our favorite quote, I can also choose again and I can instead just like not wonder why am I going through this hard time right now? But I can say like, this is only going to make me stronger. This is only going to make me a better person. Think about the things I'm saying yes to by, you know, and not what like, I feel like I had to let go or say no to. So that was really important for me. So my grandfather always says, grab life by the throat and extract from it what you will. And during this past week of just being I always want to say a piece of shit and I'm not a piece of shit. It really has just been, you know, this past week of 
feeling my feels half the week. Like, I'm not kidding when I say that I was in bed at least three days out of the week, just like crying. (laughs) But then I think of that and I'm like, okay, I can be in this place. I can't stay in this place. Totally okay to have these human emotions and to go through this shit but there's no reason to stay there. And I know what I'm capable of. And I know that I will overcome this. And I know that like, it's not what happens. It's how you handle it. But when I think of my grandfather and like the impact that he has had on this world and continues to have, I just, I can hear him saying it. And it just like makes me like, okay, like get up and do what you need to do. You have so much potential but potential is nothing without action. And if you're going to continue to stay in this place, you're only doing it to yourself. All of these things are happening to you because you're allowing them to happen to you instead of making a change and deciding to take a hold of your life and grab life by the throat and extract from it what you will. I love that. That is so powerful because that's the thing. If you stay in that negative headspace, if don't give yourself permission to get out of it or like, you know, the kick in the butt, whatever you need, then yeah, like not great things are going to continue to happen. Nothing good is going to grow in that place, you know, that we are talking about. And it's like, if you are looking to feel better, sometimes you have to put on a regular outfit and you have to like have a brave face and, you know, just go through your checklist. And it doesn't have to be big things either. Like, you know, if an improvement, like for you, Kelsey, like saying like, you know, you had a day where it was just a full out, I'm in bed day. And I'm glad that you corrected yourself and said that you weren't a piece of shit because you were not. Everyone is entitled to moments like that when they're going through things and you are totally entitled to it. I'm just glad you self-corrected. That's all. Because no one needs self-deprecation in 2021. We're not here for that. I do feel like I hope that by us talking about, you know, our struggles, whether we're in detail or a little vague about them, like, I hope that that just kind of like for you guys listening lets you feel a little less alone in those moments Mm -hmm. and those days that you have too, because I also feel like part of why I tend to beat myself up if I'm feeling low and down and, you know, life just kind of feels like you get the one-two punch um, is because, like, I feel like everyone around me is still in motion and I feel like I'm slacking or lazy for having to hit pause. But I think that if you understand that people like Haley, Kelsey, myself, like, we have those days moments, weeks too. And I hope that that for people listening kind of makes you feel like you're not alone and like you're not a bad person or lesser than anyone or anything because you have to take time for yourself sometimes. Or I was gonna say, or crazy. I hate the fucking word crazy for some reason. Like, don't call me crazy, bitch. (laughs) But really (laughs) feeling crazy with the with the emotions that you were saying like some days you're going to feel happy and then have anxiety and then like be sad and be excited about something like you're a human like we all have these emotions and it's natural to have them even if it isn't one day so don't think you're crazy yeah like you were saying earlier Kels, like you can be both you know you can yeah be and sad and sometimes that goes in the other way too like kind of like if you're trying if you're in that i'm just in this mindset of how i was at the end of last week just kind of fake it till i make it and like i 
could be both in that instance too, where I could be my best professional self or, you know, the best that I could give that day and be ready, be presentable, whatever, but also be going through my stuff and not fully ignoring it, but also kind of like saying, okay, you're like second on the totem pole today. First thing is getting through this. You have permission to be here, but you're just don't have permission to be number one. Yeah, absolutely. Because we still do have, you know, life's obligations on the day to days. I am obviously still a mom and I still have a lot of things that I need to accomplish. And I had to give myself permission to feel my feelings on those few days. Like you said, I Lindsay, I almost gave myself a timeline like, okay, here you go. Like you can be in this space right now, but like, let's move through it. Just fucking brain farted so hard. (laughs) I think that's honestly a byproduct of going through a hard time. And I think like I've been beating myself up because I keep tripping over my words. And I think sometimes like when you're going through like emotionally like a hard time, sometimes obviously it's going to affect your cognitive clarity too, you know? And like, I think like that's another thing too, Kelsey, just it's funny because I feel like that has happened multiple times on this call even before we hit record like just being like or like just not knowing where we were going with a sentence and like yeah I mean like talk about giving yourself a little grace not beating yourself up for not having the words and like losing your train of thought like it's okay it's not gonna be forever Yeah, well, I I do love what you said earlier about, you know, maybe us speaking about these things that we're going through uh, gives other people permission and like also helps them realize that, you know, on social media, it really is a lot of the highlight reel and not a lot of people talking about the struggles that they face. It's really like the highlights and the things that are going great in their lives. And I've had several people reach out to me like, thank you for being so real, especially when it comes to mental health. And there was a few times, you know, last week when I was not doing great, but I showed up anyways to just kind of shed some light and talk about it a little bit because I am all like, we're all three of us are always obviously on social media. It's a huge part of our job and showing up to with our workouts and with something inspiring and motivational. And when we're like not in that space, I think it can be a little bit weird for people that look to us for motivation and inspiration. But I think they need to see that side of us and see how like raw and real we're being because everything's not always perfect. We need to keep it real instead of just the highlight reel. And I have dedicated myself to doing that. Like I keep showing up when it's the most tough so that I can show other people like it's okay to have struggles. It does not make you weak. It doesn't make you any less worthy. It doesn't make you any less of a human, it makes you human. It makes you who you are. And I think it's more brave to be able to kind of share a little bit of that with people to, so, so that they can know, you know, you've had to overcome so much to get to the point where you are. Uh, and we're constantly growing and overcoming and evolving. So just kind of showing the process a little bit because life is fucking wild. (laughs) It is always throwing shit at you. And there's going to be, you know, days and weeks and years and and seasons where things are going to be great. And you might not understand how somebody's struggling so hard, but being able to at least empathize with them and give them a little bit of grace when they're going through something and kind of offer that support. 
Yeah, shout out to the 10 people who unfollowed me last week because <laughs> I didn't show up. <laughs> Just kidding, not kidding. <laughs> I think they unfollowed me because I posted some X-rated Valentine's Day cookies, but whatever. If you're offended, oh. you don't have to follow me. <laughs> Those were amazing. They were hilarious. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I love a little shock value in my life. Yeah, and if they don't like you, like, fuck off. Sorry. Yeah, like, uh, well, truthfully, yeah, if you don't, if you didn't think that was funny, then you've made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my sense of humor. Love's made for me. Not because. <laughs> She's back, baby. She's back. <laughs> Honestly, one thing that I did last week, it was probably day two of feeling terrible. And I was like, you know, you are not motherfucking staying in bed all day today again. Get your ass up and start feeling good. So I literally got up, showered, got ready, found like a killer dress that I haven't worn since Summit. So since 2009, what was that? 2019 last time we had one. 2019 feels like forever ago <laughs> oh gosh. and did my hair and makeup did a little like reel on my Instagram and just had like tried to have some fun feeling myself because I just felt like I couldn't crawl out of a hole and after that I was like you know I'm, I'm good I'm doing okay and I'm not saying everything's like you know been fine dandy and perfect sense but when you're feeling low, like try and do something that you know is going to put a little pep in your step and make you feel at least a little bit better. It doesn't have to make you feel like 100% again, but uh, if you know that it's going to at least improve your mood, do it. I always like to think of like whenever you're going through a tough time, it's kind of like like a black sheet, right? It's like you're going through a dark time, <laughs> like, but you can do little things it, it won't feel like a lot, but it's a little thing like that, Kelsey, or a little thing like, I mean, for some people, it might be just like making sure like you wash your face, brush your teeth, take a shower that day. It could be on a varying scale, but it pokes this little like pinhole in the black sheet and it lets a little bit of light through. And it's just important to kind of take it like little pinhole at a time because eventually there's going to be enough light shining through the black sheet that it's going to totally change the light in your life and it's going to help and kind of make that dark time feel better, lighter, and a lot more manageable. I was just thinking like when you're having that tough time, it sounds so weird. Like when you talk to yourself, but if you like take a couple minutes to meditate, get quiet with yourself and just ask like, what is one thing that I can do right now to make myself feel better? Like, honestly, and if you just take that one minute to listen to whatever that is and do it, <laughs> it'll definitely change the course of your day. But that is your choice to stay in bed or do the thing that, you know, you're, it's basically, I would say your higher self <laughs> telling you what to do. And what I always tell myself too, Haley, when I've been in that situation is I'm like, you know what, you're probably spending as much time thinking about this activity or putting it off, like way more time thinking about it than it would take to actually do it, <laughs> you know? And so exactly. like play a mind game with myself like that. I'm like, so you've contemplated getting up for an hour and it would take you 30 minutes to, you know, check so many things off. So just give yourself the 30 and then you can go back to bed. <laughs> 
one more thing about this I want to say, like whatever decision you decide, yes or no, like, yeah, I want to stay in bed all day and watch Netflix or whatever. It's important to stick by your own side. <laughs> like if you say you want to actually watch Netflix all day and just like unplug, which I did all day yesterday, it was amazing in every way. You have to be happy with your decision. Otherwise you're like half in, half out. And that's just, that's just not a good time. So whatever it is, like, again, give yourself grace. If it is to take the whole day off, like enjoy it. If you want that treat meal or whatever, enjoy it. Don't like have it. And then like be sad while you're eating it. That's awkward. That's so true. <laughs> if you're not a hundred percent fulfilled in that activity, the rest, the indulgence, whatever it is that you're like kind of half committing to, if you don't fully commit to it, there's still going to be a part of you that feels unresolved. You know, mm -hmm. like you kind of have to like go big or go home <laughs> and choose, yeah, like, really. you know, and I will go home nine out of 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> this is hysterical because as you're saying that I'm like, was just thinking about how I want to talk about finding balance and you're like, go big or go home. I'm like, but find balance when you're going big or going home. <laughs> like maybe you just don't stay as long. <laughs> maybe you just don't stay in bed all day. You stay in bed half the day. Listen, maybe. okay. <laughs> so with yesterday, I, you know, I run a full-time business. I couldn't take the whole day off and work and just be in, you know, Netflix land. I do have daily non-negotiables that I do have to do that are so important. Number one is me, you know, my morning routine. If I had to do a workout that day that was on my calendar, I would do it. But, um, I mean, also at the same time, like if honestly with my whole heart, if I didn't feel like it was the right time to do it with my mental health, I wouldn't. But like, if you ask yourself the truth, you get the answer. But anyway, it's just, it's just important to do the things like at the end of the day, when you put your, you know, you put your head on the pillow, are you going to be happy with your decision? So just do the thing that even if it's just a couple things to get your mind right um, and be able to sleep at night peacefully, just do them and then take the time to watch Netflix all day. That's what I did. I took one hour to do my non-negotiables and then the rest of the day was legit Netflix and chill. <laughs> and I felt okay about it. I had no shame. That's the best feeling is having no shame. Yeah. And if some nights it just takes a little extra melatonin to get you to sleep, that's okay too. Like we, no just shame. Have, to, we have to roll with the punches <laughs> and do what feels best. Absolutely. And moral of the story is if, you know, we're talking about some high level struggles, but like Kelsey, you mentioned earlier, if you are really, really struggling and you kind of feel like you can't put any pinholes, you know, in the dark time to make it a little bit lighter, obviously there's zero shame in seeking out any professional help at all. So feel empowered to do that and know that it's self-care at the end of the day. We're all huge advocates for uh, your mental health and for, I mean, even if everything's seemingly pretty decent in your life, it's not a bad idea to seek a therapist to just like work through some past bullshit because we all have things that we've been through. We all have traumas that we've faced. We all have, regardless of if your life was easy or insanely difficult, things that need to be worked through. And the more that you suppress them instead of confront them, the more they're just going to keep coming up for you to deal with. So kind of facing them head on, I think is 
definitely the way to go. And there's a million different ways to seek help. But if it's to a point where it keeps coming up for you, then I would definitely highly suggest a therapist or contacting like your physician and just asking them for some suggestions for sure. Yeah. So uh, should we do the whole tots? Didn't feel like saying it. <laughs> the truth or tequila shots up in this bitch. Literally, I just had the rest of my drink. I have to say truth, unfortunately. All right. Haley's getting the truth today. <gasps> so new for you, hey. It sucks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you're actually just out of alcohol. <laughs> Literally, I have nothing. Nothing left. Do you see this? That's an empty glass. I can't lie. I can't fake a shot. This is it. This is my truth. Let's do it. All right. You are living your truth. When was a time that you feel like you needed to give yourself the most grace? Hmm. Mm, last year, two years ago, I was going for this really big goal with my business and going hard. Spent a lot of time trying to make it happen, doing one-on-one calls and just lots of my time, which I think is most important is my time. So that was, um, I didn't hit, I didn't hit the goal and I was just so upset and not about the goal, like more about my time. And I let that define me for like a little while, at least a couple of months while I was trying to hit it and then realize like it's not happening so to, like when it did not it was official it did not hit the goal that was like my ego that's when I actually realized that's what I learned about ego I really didn't even care to learn about it until then I was like oh my god why do I feel like I care so much like it's not that big of a deal like I still helped so many people I still made lots of money you know like I still hit a lot of goals. I still did amazing work all year long. Like, why the fuck do I care about the way I look to other people? So I had to um, do a lot of inner work about ego and how, like, what will happen if everything was stripped away type of work. And so I just, I just took more time on myself for literally a year. Sounds crazy to say all that, but I took more time on myself than on my business for the next year. And like I was saying in a previous episode, I didn't care if it took me until five o'clock to do and complete my morning routine the way I wanted it to be. I would, and I was okay with it because I was learning, you know, and I was healing and I was growing from it. And yeah, that was the time. Absolutely. You need to show up for yourself before you show up for the world. Yeah. And I just, with the whole ego thing in life itself, it's just like, everything's happening for you, not to you. And as soon as you really truly understand that and believe that, like you're grateful, you know, I stay grateful now. I feel like I don't repeat that mantra to myself enough. So thank you for saying that. Cause I definitely need to like incorporate (laughs) that more into my life instead of just being like, why, why, why? (laughs) I feel like I do, but sometimes it's through tears. Like I actually was talking to my mom the other day and I'm like, I know everything's happening for me, not to me, but when is it going to happen? When am I going to see it? (laughs) I know better days are coming, but like when? A fucking date, please. Right. Like, could I see a calendar? (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel that. Uh, so? Well, I feel like I was just going to do tequila. It's like, it's worth a shot. Double <laughs> shot. It. You miss 100% of the w- shots of wine you don't take. Yeah. <laughs> done. Okay. We're done. We're done here. What about you, Kelsey? So my beverage is also depleted. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with truth today. All right. How you navigate going through a hard time when you also have like a preteen, you know, and like that responsibility of also being a mom, which is something that like I, that's not a responsibility I have. I can be totally selfish when I'm going through a bad time and be like, you know, this is about me, but how do you as a mom navigate that like with your son? Oh, you mean having a teenager? It's definitely a little bit tough. We definitely go through trials and tribulations, not only with his emotions that are touch and go, but also my own at the moment. (laughs) So I think that the biggest thing with that is staying very communicative with him. We have a very close relationship and I don't always have to explain my feelings to him or why I'm upset but I tend to just because I want him to understand why I'm struggling or why I'm upset. And I, I do try to make it so that he's not seeing me upset very often, but that also he, when he's going to see me in these valleys, he's not going to always see me on top of the mountain and just showing him that even when I am going through these things and in these dark times and these valleys that I rise and I overcome and I make it to the top of the mountain and that he can see that, that we have struggles, but we don't need to stay in our struggles and that he knows that I love him fiercely and I will do any and everything that I can to support him. And I will also always show him that he can have, be, and do anything that he wants in this world as long as he is willing to put in the effort and approach it with a positive attitude. I tell him all the time, I want him to be able to feel his emotions. I want him to be able to feel his feelings. I don't ever want that to be suppressed. I will never be uh, the parent that tells him to not cry or tells him that he's not being a man or being a, that's not what boys do, or that's not what strong people do because strong people can go through shit too and come out at the other side 10 times stronger. So I guess that would be. I love that. That is so awesome, Kelsey. And you know, I think that a lot of times if we don't see, I'm going to say constructive struggle, that's what I'm going to call it because it's like, kind of like it's working your way through the struggle. Sometimes like when we're growing up and we don't see that, we don't know how to deal with it ourselves when it comes up. And you're really just taking it as an opportunity to like, once again, set an example. And maybe it's not going to be perfect, but you know, the end result is going to help you. It's going to help him and let him know. I I love that. Great mom. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Crystals to Cocktails podcast. We can't thank you enough. Follow us on Instagram at crystals to cocktails and hit that subscribe button, baby. Yeah, so make sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs>